What's up, everyone? I'm sorry that I have not recorded. I just did not have time, and I've kind of forgotten to. So, yeah. I probably will not record June 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th, and 20th. Just because we have some big changes going on. And, yeah. June 5th, I will not be able to record between 8 and 10, so 7 and 9. Because they're going to be doing some maintenance on Spotify for, for podcasters. Okay, what chapter did I leave off on again? That's uh, chapter 20. Oh, yeah, and I forgot. Dark Flight from he i think they changed the podcast name uh what's it called destiny takes flight a wings of fire the unofficial Wings of Fire, Warriors, Cats, and Star Wars podcast from Dark Flight the Nightwing did the art contest, and they drew a drawing of frozen water, and it's pretty good because it's better than anything I could ever draw. I think I had one drawing on Aurora's podcast did not work at all but yeah and sorry for my voice where is it come on and this is a really good pot or yeah, it's a really good drawing and a great podcast. So, yeah. Uh, it's going to be the cover art of this episode. And also, um, what's it called? Dark Flight and I are doing a playlist collaboration. It's called The Podcasters because I couldn't think of anything else. It's on Spotify, like my other pod- playlist. But, yeah, we're going to be adding some more um, songs to it. But that's really it. There we go. And Spotify just added some random songs. But we added the ones that are on top. Okay, now to read chapter 20. One second, let me check something. Okay. Chapter 20. Peril brought them three rabbits and two more cauldrons of mud during the night. She stayed at the edge of the rock platform, but the heat from her scales helped keep the mud warm on Clay's back. It also kept the nightmares away. He was talking to her... The weight of Clay's guilt felt lighter, which was strange. 
He knew Peril was responsible for a lot more death than he was, but it didn't bother her. He wished he could be so untroubled. If he had to fight in the arena again, perhaps he could take monster lessons from her. Won't someone be looking for you, he asked, as the sun started to rise over the distant sea. She shook her head. I'm supposed to be down in the caves looking for black rocks all day, she said. As long as I stay up here behind you, hopefully no one will notice me. Not even the guards? They won't feed the prisoners until midday, she said. The trial is set for dawn. Look, see, she edged a bit closer to him, peeking around his wing. Clay looked down and saw dragons filling into the arena suits. They seemed quieter, more subdued than they were for the fight. Skyrim soldiers dragged two large boulders out onto the sand. One of them was twisted twisted three long iron rings into the ground in a triangle, then attached thick chains to them. Quick, spread your wings, Peril hissed. Here she comes. Clay flapped his wings open as Queen Scarlet slithered onto her balcony. He noticed she had traded her gold chain mail for a vest with a small black with small black chain links instead, studded with diamonds. She didn't even glance up at the prisoners, although Peril stayed carefully huddled behind Clay's back. <clears throat> Glory was not brought in. No art required at a trial, Clay guessed. Finally, Kestrel was hauled into the ring, hissing and spitting at the guards around her. A chain looped around her snout kept her from breathing fire at them. More heavy chains weighed her talons, weighed down her talons and tail so she couldn't lash out. It's weird, Clay whispered to Peril. I've always hated Kestrel, but it still makes me mad to see her like that. How do you know her? Peril asked. He's one of the three dragons. She's one of the three dragons who raised us under the mountain. Clay explained. They didn't like us much, but they were supposed to keep us alive until the Talons of Peace came back to get us for the prophecy. He stopped swallowing. He thought of Dune and Webbs. Had survived. Had he survived the underground river? Oh, wait. He thought of Dune. And Webbs, had he survived the underground river? No, river. At least you had someone, I guess. Even terrible parents are better than no parents, Peril said. Clay glanced down at Queen Scarlet and wondered if that was true. She had been the closest thing to a mother that Peril had ever had. But what kind of mother made her daughter kill dragons in horrible ways every day? Maybe Peril, Peril would have been better off with no one. Dune and Webbs weren't all that bad, but Clay wasn't sure he'd have chosen a life with Kestrel over growing up alone. Then again, if he was right, Kestrel is 
Pearl's, Pearl's real mother. Would Kestrel have been better for her than Queen Scarlet? Not if she'd prepared to throw her off the mountain. At least the queen had kept Pearl alive. She hoped that watching this trial wouldn't upset Pearl. He wondered if he should warn her about Kestrel being her mother. But what if he was wrong? I have real parents, he thought. Though, he said instead, somewhere in the Mud Kingdom, there's a pair of dragons who can't wait to get me back. I'm going to find them one day. He couldn't see Pearl's face, but her silence said a lot. She didn't think he was going to survive this place, or maybe she thought that if he did, it would be at the expense of her own life. Something he did not want to think about. The Skywing Kingdom, or the Skywing, who did all the arena introductions, climbed onto one of the two boulders that spread his blood-red wings. That's Vermilion. That's Vermilion, Peril whispered. Her Majesty's oldest son. He always argues for the prosecution. Why does Scarlet bother with trials at all, Clay asked. Only Skywings get trials, Peril said. Her Majesty likes watching the performance of it, and she thinks it makes her seem like a just and fair ruler. Clay withheld his snort of disbelief. The crowd's murmuring died down as another Skywing clanged onto the other boulder. His scales were more washed out red, as if they had been scrubbed with sandstone for a long time. He moved slowly, dragging his tail behind him like a carcass. And that's Osprey, Harold pointed out. He argues for the defense, not very well, or he'd lose his head. He's really old and almost blind. He's nice to me, though, because I'll listen to his stories of the old days. He told me he used to have tons of treasure, but a scavenger came to steal it. He managed to paralyze his tail before Osprey ate him. So now he can't fly, and he gave all his treasure to her mas- to her majesty, so she let him live here. Tough bargain, Clay said. He felt a wave of heat as Peril rustled indignantly. Back in the way old days before the scorching, she lectured, before we had queens and armies, he would have just died. Scavengers killed for a lot more dragons. Killed a lot more dragons back then. But now because our queens, we rule the world. And dragons have help when they need it. You sound like Starflight. You sound like Starflight, Clay said. Will there be the egg test at the end of this lecture? He wouldn't talk to me, by the way. Not even when I asked him asked him to tell me the history of the scorching, like you suggested. He just buried his nose under his wing and ignored me. Wow, Clay said, looking across at the slump, slumped black dragon. He must be really depressed. Peril, Peril is quiet again. Clay wished he could call across the starflight and tell him that they find a way out of this. If he 
really yelled. Tsunami might be close enough to hear him, but he didn't think Starflight would. And besides, hollering escape plans across the arena probably wasn't the best idea in case. In, in any case, the trial was about to begin. Queen Scarlet beat her wings, and all the dragons turned their attention to her. Loyal subjects, she said. This dragon, Kessel, once of the Sky Wings, stands accused of the highest treason. Disobeying me, Vermilion speaks for the prosecution. Your Majesty, Vermilion said, bowing and crossing his talons. The facts are clear. You gave an order, Kestrel disobeyed you, and fled the kingdom. She has been living under your mountain for the last seven years, aiding and abetting, aiding and abetting the towns of peace, who also refuse to follow your majesty's orders. She deserves a long, painful execution. There's no need to drag this trial out. The dragons in the seats made their hissing fire sounds and clapped their wings. Kestrel glared at the queen. Smoke seeped from her bound mouth and nostrils. Well said, the queen nodded to Vermilion. Now, Osprey, speak for the defense. Or not, if you'd prefer to sleep through this trial, too. The crowd laughed appreciatively. Osprey stretched his neck towards the queen, then toward Kestrel, as if he were trying to get it close enough to see their faces from his boulder. Your majesty, he said in a creaky voice with age, but still loud enough to carry to the prisoners above. I do one or two words to say in the prisoner's defense. Queen Scarlet's tail lashed slowly behind her as she stared him down. Certainly, she said. That's why you're here to do. Go ahead. That's what you're here to do. Go ahead. Osprey cleared his throat, coughing out a black puff of smoke. All the dragons leaning forward to listen. Clay could feel perilous heat dangerously close to his scales as she tried to peek under his wings. Consider the first charge of disobedience. Kestrel did not did not do as you ordered, but then you reversed the order after she was gone. What? Clay barely followed the old dragon. Was this not about peril? Osprey. Queen Scarlet hissed. Speak plainly or do not speak at all. Let me point out that one of those options would be much smarter than the other. Forgive me, your majesty. The old dragon said, the old dragon said, straightening his wings. I must speak. Kestrel, or Kestrel, eh, was one of your most loyal soldiers. He was sent through the breeding program on your orders 
and brought forth one egg. Upon hatching, it turned out to old twin dragonettes. Behind Clay, Peril, Peril gasped, nearly loud enough for the dragons below to hear her. Clay flapped his wings, trying to cover the noise, but no one looked up. All eyes were on the trial. We know all of this, said Queen Scarlet, yawning. Skip ahead to the part where we execute her. The dragonette, the dragonettes were defective. Osprey went on stubbornly. One of them had too much fire. The other did not have enough. As, as per Skyving custom, you ordered Gashua to kill them both and stay out of the breeding program for the rest of her life. That doesn't... That, that, that doesn't make sense. Peril whispered behind Clay. He ducked his neck to look at her. He met his eyes, shaking with confusion. I'm the only twin Skywing hatched in the past 10 years. But he can't be talking about me. My brother was dead when we hatched. I killed him. And my mother tried to kill me, and Queen Scarlet stopped her. Or maybe that's just what she told you, Clay whispered back. The queen rose to her full height and spread her wings to the sun, so the sunlight caught on the rubies embedded embedded around the edges. Quite reasonable, she said. But Kestrel tried to escape. Osprey pressed on. She took her two dragonettes from the hatching cave and tried to flee with them down the mountain. So, so you agree. She disobeyed me, said Queen Scarlet. Then I think we're done here. You caught her in the Diamond Spray River, Osprey said, and there you issued issued a new order. You told her what you would forgive her disobedience on one condition. She must use one of her dragonettes to die, and then you would spare the other's life and Kestrel's own. No, Peril whispered. And she did, then she did disobey you, didn't she? Then she did obey you, didn't she? Osprey said. She killed the dragon out with two little fire right there at the river with her own claws. And then I changed my mind again, Queen Scarlet said. I am queen, I can do that. You told your guards, I know I was one of them, to kill the other dragonette and take Kestrel back for a trial. She tried to grab her daughter and fly away, but the heat from the dragonette scales burned her talons before she was a wing beat in the sky. And she had to drop her. She fled, leaving her only living dragonette at your mercy. There was a heartbeat of silence. Of silence. Sounds guilty to me, Queen Scarlet said cheerfully. We'll execute her tomorrow, and while we're at it, let's ex- let's execute him too for boring me. She pointed at Osprey. No. Clay nearly fl- fell off his tower. Peril 
exploded past him. He flapped his wings for balance as he shot toward the sands. His front right leg flailed free, and he glanced down. He saw that Peril had accidentally burned through the wires as she flew. It can't be true, Peril cried, landing on the sand beside her, beside Osprey. Tell me it's not true. Kestrel reared up with a muffled roar. From the look on her face, Clay could tell that she thought Peril was dead this entire time. Oh, yes, Queen Scarlet said maliciously to Kestrel. Didn't I mention she's still alive and working for me? She turned her fierce yellow eyes on Peril. You're so, you're not supposed to be here right now. You lied to me. Wait, 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 no. You lied to me, Peril shrieked. You said she was dead. Queen Scarlet sighed. Look at the trouble you've caused, she said to Osprey. Peril, dear. Would you have wanted to know your mother was alive somewhere, raising other dragonettes and wishing she killed you instead of your brother? Peril hesitated. She could have escaped with your brother, Scarlet pointed out. You're the one who burned her when she tried to save you. She thought she chose wrong. That's why she didn't come back for you. Kestrel roared unintelligibly through the chains. Haven't I kept you alive all these years? Scarlet went on, finding you the black rocks, feeding you, making you my champion. Don't you appreciate the things I've done for you? Aren't I a lot better mother than her anyway? I want to stand for her, Peril said, almost softly for Clay to hear, almost too softly for Clay to hear. Smoke hissed from Scarlet's nose, billowing around her horns. What? She said slowly. I call upon on the I call upon on the tradition of the champion's shield, Peril said. It says that the Queen's champion may stand forth for any dragon sentenced to execution. If I can defeat the next dragon you sent me to fight, you must let her go free. She looked into Kestrel's eyes for the first time. I want to stand for my mother. And that is the end of the episode. So, yes. Can you please check out the playlist? It is an amazing playlist. I, Darkflight and I are still adding to it. But... Yes. And don't forget to email me and Darkflight. We put, I put our e- emails in the description of the playlist. It's not called the podcasters anymore. It's called Feature Two Podcasters or F E A T two podcasters and then yeah 
So please check that out. And Dark Flights cover art er, art will be on will be the cover art for this video or er, podcast episode. Bye. See you guys next time. Yeah.